wow, did not expect this. This has to be too good to be true. Early on in the relationship, a toxic person, a person with narcissistic traits, are going to appear a lot of times as perfect. They're going to appear a lot of times as that absolute person that you wanted to see, that knight in shining armor, that perfect queen that you were looking for, and they're going to come into your life and oftentimes check every single box that you have of like, wow, did not expect this. This has to be too good to be true. Oftentimes, it is. You see, with narcissism and with someone that's getting into that type of relationship, early on you have the stages of love bombing. You have different stages of manipulation where they're coming into your life. They're trying to infiltrate that life, build a connection as quick as possible. That's why you hear, I love yous really quick. That's why you hear, we'd be so great together. That's why you hear uh, a future together as far as like, we should get married. Like, how many kids do you want to have? Like, all this stuff, like down the road that's playing with your mind of like, oh, I could see this long term. I could see this person long term because they seem to fit every single thing that I have in my mind. Oftentimes when I talk to people and I ask them, I was like, did you tell them that? Did you actually say to them what you were looking for? A lot of times people say, yeah, I did. Like that was one of our first couple dates. And it starts clicking for them when they start understanding when you sit down and you give a narcissist a roadmap to what you want in your life, a lot of times they will go down that map and check off those boxes one by one by one so that they can create the perfect facade of who they are so that you fall in love with someone that you think is the ideal or the perfect person. That can be very confusing. That can be very hard reality for a lot of people to think about and to realize. But oftentimes, how much you communicate to a narcissist, they soak it up. They get all the information they can. They mirror it back to you, and they become the person that you want them to be. And when they do that, they start hooking you in to that concept that they're the only person that you can get love and validation from because you're the most connected, you're the most unified, it's the best relationship, the closest you've ever been with someone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because of the fact that oftentimes they're mirroring. So with a narcissist and with the concept of mirroring, a lot of times you'll have them coming in and they'll see different traits. They'll see different attributes. Now this could be something as simple as how you're standing or how you're sitting or how you're engaging with different people, like a phrase that you use, some, some phrase that you used uh, consistently in conversations, how you talk, a list, like literally it can be almost anything that the narcissist will start to pick up on and mirror. And sometimes they pick up on that and it can be crazy, like off the wall, sometimes it can be something really tiny. You'll start seeing like, oh, we listen to the same music or, oh, we listen, we watch the same movies, we have the same TV shows, things like that. And then nurses go home and they might start like listening to those just to try to catch up to get an idea of how to manipulate or control or how to connect with you even better. But going through that relationship, it will appear a lot of times early on in the stage that it's like a perfect partner. Now, sometimes you have the flip side of that. When you first go out with a narcissist, when you first engage with them, and you're not interested, you're not attracted. I had a couple people the other day as I was talking with them on one-on-ones, and they were saying, like, when I first went out with this person, I wasn't attracted at all. Like, I didn't want a second date. I wasn't interested in going out with this person. But then they just kept texting me back. They just kept responding. They kept, like, 
hounding me in one sense. And at that time, because of the love bombing and because I was ignoring red flags, I thought that that was pursuit of love. When in reality, it was just pursuit of manipulation. And that person came into that person's life and completely wrecked it, completely destroyed it. Now they're out, they're finding healing and help. But that person came in there, not with the intention of loving, but with the intention of manipulating. So with narcissism, it's very hard sometimes to be able to differentiate the difference, to be able to see what's actually going on. So that's why a lot of times I encourage people, don't give them a roadmap. Don't sit down and tell them everything you want in a partner, because a lot of times they're going to perform to that. You be the best person that you can be and see what comes out on their side because you need to be able to see who they actually are, what the actual traits are that are going on. Now, the other concept of a perfect partner is not when you're in the, not just the beginning of the relationship or when you're first starting up and everything, but at the very end. At the very end of the relationship, once it's been cast out, once you're out of the relationship, once they've thrown you out of the relationship, whatever it might be, you're separated and things like that, a lot of times people won't go completely no contact. And you'll find someone who's still going on, unblocking, reblocking, checking their social media, things like that, to be able to see what's actually going on. And this is where it starts messing with a lot of survivors' heads, is they'll go on, they'll see on social media the narcissist posting pictures of him in the next supply posting pictures of him and the person that he cheated with. She'll be posting pictures of her and on vacation with another guy. And it'll start messing with the survivor's mind of like, wait a second, they look happy. They look like they're in the perfect relationship. And it starts messing with someone's head of like, if they're in the perfect relationship, then that means that something actually was wrong in our relationship and that comes back to me. It's not true. And what I tell people a lot of times is when you're looking at that type of relationship, you have now started to see the outside of that relationship from the love bombing side, and you're watching a master manipulator at work. This is how a lot of times people saw your relationship with a narcissist early on. Or they saw that continuing throughout, and that's why they thought, hey, maybe you're crazy for thinking that they'd actually abuse you because I don't see that. Because they're going to come across as the perfect partner. They're going to come across as the one who has it all together, that has the great marriage, that has the great rapport at work, that has the great interaction with people at church, with family members, etc. Because they want to keep that image. They want to keep that in front of them so that no one has any doubts or questions that they aren't the most amazing person, the best guy, the most amazing spouse, the, the most humble wife, like whatever it might be. They'll keep that facade in front of other people to keep that facade of being perfect and above everybody else. That's what stems from it. So if you're in a relationship, keep an eye out. You don't wanna fall for someone that is too good to be true. Nine times out of 10, it almost always is because of the fact that you've given them a roadmap to actually be able to see who you are, what you want, and they'll fulfill that for a period of time until they get you on the hook and then they'll pull back and you'll be floundering, wondering where did that person go that I fell in love with? They were never there. They just put up a facade to get you to think that they were there. Be careful when you leave the relationship. One of the biggest mistakes survivors do is they leave a relationship, they go no contact, and then they open up contact again. They open up the door just to peek through the other side to see, am I crazy? Like, is it actually better? And nine times out of 10, it will look better. But the thing you have to realize and the thing you have to understand is it's not. Because what is not going to change is the narcissist. 
They're not going to admit they're honest. They're not going to be honest about what's going on. They're not going to be vulnerable. They're not going to be transparent about what's happening, what's going on. And as a result, they will continue to lie, to cheat, to manipulate the next person. But you're just on the outside now looking in, seeing love bombing and seeing a master manipulator at work fabricating a great facade for you to think that it's a perfect relationship. So please be careful about that. If you've left your narcissist, go no contact, ghost. Don't have anything to do with him, with her, with flying monkeys, with anybody else that's interacting with the two of y'all because it doesn't matter. It's going to continue. All you can focus on and all you can do is focus on your growth, focus on your healing, focus on you becoming the best person that you can possibly be. And that takes time. That takes therapy, that takes talking to people, that takes working through the problems, working through the facts one step at a time. That's what I do a lot of times when I meet with people one-on-one. People go onto my website, rawmotivations.com, they schedule time, we sit down, we talk, and we start talking through what are the facts about your situation because right now, all the lies that that person has put on you is trapping you in that thought process, in that cycle of maybe it was me, maybe I could have done something better, maybe I needed to work on this, maybe if I'd done this, I could have saved the relationship. And those starts playing in your mind over and over and over until we start diving into the facts, until we start going a couple levels deep to figure out what's actually under the surface, how do we work on helping you acknowledge that, change that, and grow to be the best person you could possibly be. If you like what you see here, subscribe to my channel, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, listen to me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I would love to hear any feedback. If you have it, leave comments below. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it.